Hit a home run and get pre-approved for your next refinance or home purchase at thehomeloanexpert.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome into Scoops with Danny Mac and my visit with Larry Walker. That's coming up in just a moment. We're coming to you from the Lou Fuse Automotive Studios on Scoops with Danny Mac. And this is brought to you by Hair Saloon for Men. A 20-minute retreat. You'll feel normal and tune out all the noise at Hair Saloon for Men. Hair Saloon for Men. Anywhere you feel comfortable, you're going to feel that at Hair Saloon for Men. Socially distanced waiting room. Everyone is wearing masks. They are sanitized after every haircut. Make sure you find a place that's near you. That is Hair Saloon for Men. Let's bring into the conversation Larry Walker. His next stop will be Cooperstown. Final year on the ballot. And now the next stop, as I mentioned, Cooperstown, New York, and baseball's Hall of Fame. Larry, congratulations. How are you? All good, Dan. Thank you very much. Uh, trying to make the best of uh, out of the situation that we're, we've all been dealt with. So uh, it's a struggle for everyone, I, I know, but uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm plugging through it. Absolutely. Um, has it sunk in when, when I say Hall of Famer Larry Walker? Is that, is that sunk in yet for you? Yeah, you know, it, uh, not really. You know, I think before this pandemic stuff hit and uh, I was just getting ready to go do some things in, in Denver, up in Vancouver, uh, uh, you know, Hall of Fame related stuff, and then everything got canceled, and uh, and then it kind of just I, everything went back to normal as far as you know Hall of Fame stuff and talk, and you know I'm down in Cabo San Lucas right now, and it's uh, we don't talk baseball down here, we just golf and hang out and have a couple pops now and then, and that's about it. So it's uh, it, it really it hasn't sunk in one bit. What's your handicap now? Uh, my index, I just looked today, I'm down to four point five. Is it legitimate though? That's that's the real question. Yeah, I don't want it to be that low. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, when when you got the call to go to the Hall of Fame, you had to wait so long. Over the years, did you did you ever get to the point where you're like, ah, the heck with it? You know, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, that's you know that's fine too. Did you ever kind of get to that point where you almost get immune to it? You know what I mean? You're, you're just you're numb to it. Did you ever get to that point over the long wait that you had to wait to get to the Hall? Well, to to be talking about it because I'm in now is something that never really once crossed my mind. You know, well, how am I going to talk when I'm a Hall of Famer? You know, something I never worried about because I uh, 100% did not believe that that would happen. You know, I mean, and you could just look at my my numbers, my percentages in the votes, and gosh, I was I think I started off at 22% maybe, and I was down to 10 at one point, and. Um, and then, you know, just, it was so, the finish line was so far away that it didn't seem reachable. And, and then, and for it to happen like it did, and I think it was the biggest jump. I made the biggest year jump or two year jump. I can't remember, uh, then in the history of, of voting. So it was, it was very far out of reach and didn't seem, it didn't seem possible. Larry Walker, my guest, and he's headed to Cooperstown, the hall of fame. Um, was it a relief Larry, or was it just something that, you know, because leading into this, and I was one of them, you know, you watch all the games. I, I've been saying forever, you're a Hall of Famer. But when it finally happens and it becomes official, is it a relief? Or what are the emotions that go into that when you finally get that call? Well, I don't know if it's a relief because, like I said, I never, I've never considered myself a Hall of Famer. I've never considered myself better than really anybody else. I, I'm just a ball player, you know, and I, I excelled at certain areas of the game and, um, and that was it. So I've, I've never 
put myself on any size of a pedestal that would allow me to, you know, feel relief or feel, feel angered or feel any emotion. It was just, you know, it was just something that if it happened, I was going to be absolutely elated and honored and humbled by it. And I am, but if it didn't happen, you know, life goes on as normal for me and I'm, I'm happy and, and, and thrilled for anybody else that makes it along the way. That, that's really, that's the thought process that went into it. What do you think got you over the hump as you talk to the media and the writers specifically? What what do you think allowed you to get that big jump to get into the hall? Any idea? You know, there's a couple of things that I guess get talked about, not so much in the media, but uh, um, perhaps one of them is the analytical part of the which I don't really understand a lot of uh, what the letters stand for and all the things that go into that. And, you know, and, and with that, a lot of that came from the uh, internet people, the Twitter people and, uh, Facebook people and and I got kicked off my Twitter account. I don't know what happened. I can't even sign on to that no more. Somebody hacked into it and it's gone. It's, it's completely gone now. So I can't even communicate or see anything that's going on in there now for the last few months. But uh, and then I think the other thing I've heard of is uh, you know a, a possibility what they're doing with the the steroid guys is you know they're if they're going to get in they're going to make them wait ten years you know and for me uh, the the Colorado thing maybe that they that if he's going to get in he's going to have to wait ten years. That's some of the talk I've heard, you know, what's what's uh, real or not, I, I'm not sure of. When you reflect back on your time in St. Louis, and I mentioned at the beginning, albeit it was short, but yet, I don't know, Larry, I, I, I just feel like you've been a Cardinal forever. Do you, do you feel that way because you're so uh, engaged with the organization now that your playing career is done and the way you're received here? Do you feel like a Cardinal? I, I think you are, but what's it like for you? <laughs> I've been saying that for the last decade or so, you know, it's uh, a year and I think two months, three months I spent in a Cardinal uniform, but uh, the open arms that were there when I came from, you know, from everybody that worked at the security gate to the ticket office to, you know, the people, guys that stood outside of our, our locker room and especially the fans, you know, number one over uh, and anyone is just, it was enormous. And, you know, and as a visitor coming into St. Louis, it's one of those ballparks. There's only a few of them that you really look forward to going into because they get it. You know, the, the seats are filled with people and they they cheer for their home team. They they don't boo everybody. They don't, uh, you know, curse and swear and, and really downgrade the opponents as they come in. If an opponent comes in, you do something good, you know, they'll, they'll applaud for you. So it's just true professionalism by the, the fans of St. Louis and, and uh, and I got to experience in the home white uniform, which was a was a thrill for a year and a few months. Now that you reflect on uh, the teams that you were on, were so good. Oh four and oh five, hundred win seasons, and then they win in oh six. Did you think about coming back in oh six, or had your body just told you, Larry, it's enough? It's been a great run. And were you ever during that oh six campaign? Uh, being talked about with other teams or the Cardinals coming back to you and saying, hey, if you want to give it a run for a short time, come on back. Well, you're supposed to say, uh, Larry, I'd like to say thank you for retiring after 05 so that the Cardinals could win in 06. <laughs> you're supposed to saying, right? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. I wanted to see you back. I loved watching you play, so I wanted you back. Well, yeah, listen, my, my career, it was, uh, it was fun and you know, the numbers could have been a lot better if it wasn't for injuries. And, and the injuries had a lot to do with why I was just, I was done rehab. And I couldn't, no matter how hard I worked in the wintertime, I couldn't keep myself healthy. And, and things just kept happening. And at that time, I was dealing with a herniated disc in my neck. And, you know, I had three different shots in my neck to try to get through the season. And uh, I, 
I think I was more worn out from rehabbing because it's a lot rehabbing is a lot harder than actually playing. So, and you know what, my time was up. I didn't want to hang on to whatever you know was left in the twilight of my career and take up a young kid's spot. That that went through my head as well, and and just uh, you know just a lot of different things that just made us made it a fairly easy choice. It was never you never want to walk away from the competition because that's why we play. It's it's so much fun to compete against other guys, but. You know, I felt the time was right, and and uh, no, nobody reached out. It was, you know, there, there was a couple of things, uh, DHs in here and there, but I was just, I was good with my decision. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did the club did get you an 06 ring though? Did they not? They did. I uh, I spent spring training, most of spring training with the club, and I made a three or four stops on the road. I do some road trips with them for a week or so, and uh, yeah, in San Diego, Cal Eldred and myself were there. And uh, went in and had a team meeting, and we were part of that. And Walt Jockety got up and spoke in front of the team and, and announced that they were giving both myself and Cal uh, a World Series ring from 06. Just, you know, we'd never had one. We, and then we, you know, we put some work in to, to being with the team that season. And, uh, oh, my God. It just, you know, if, 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 how many reasons are there why it was so incredible, incredibly awesome and honored to put a Cardinal uniform on? Well, there's another one. What a. What a class move, and uh, and just a thrill to have that that ring on my finger. Yeah, what's it mean to you? You know, to to have that ring for as long as you played, and to finally have that ring, and to know that you did have a role with that team. What's that? What's that mean to you? Yeah, it's 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 funny to put it on, knowing that I got a World Series ring on. I never I never suited up and actually stepped between the lines to play <laughs> an inning or an out for that matter. But you know what? It's uh, it, it for me it holds a the Cardinals hold a huge spot in my heart for for what they've done and. And, and just in the little time that I spent there, for them to open their pocketbooks like this and buy a, buy a ring for me is, uh, I, I tell you what, it, uh, the word first class gets thrown around a lot with the Cardinals organization, and it's thrown around for a reason. Do you have any itch to get in uniform and coach, come back as an instructor? Do you ever hear from younger players looking for advice, but basically any kind of role in baseball? Do you have that itch? Uh, the only thing I do is, is Team Canada stuff. Uh, I coach Team Canada in any events uh, that we do, the Pan Am Games, you know, uh, the Olympics that were coming up. We've been a lot of qualifiers trying to make trying to make the, the Olympic club. It's tough for us. We don't have a big pool to choose from as Canadians. So, but uh, you know, in, in all honesty, I'm, I'm I don't think I'm a good instructor. I, I don't uh, I don't know if I know how to relay everything I learned and what I did and the way I did it. And, and relay that to somebody. I just don't know. Uh, I don't know if I have the ability to do that. And I don't want to be put in a situation where I'm going to fail and let people down. And just uh, uh, so it really hasn't entered my mind. No. Couple more questions, Larry. I'll let you go. Really appreciate your time, Larry Walker, Baseball Hall of Famer, my guest. And uh, to be from Canada, Ferguson Jenkins from Canada, Hall of Famer. Now, Larry Walker. What has it meant to Canadian baseball and your country? Such a proud country to have somebody from Canada go into baseball's Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty neat thing, you know. Like I say Fergie's the only one in there, uh, the only the only player, the only the only pitcher in and now I get the honor of being the only position player in and um gosh, you know, it's 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 a neat thing and uh, a lot of people have, uh, are some are maybe a little disappointed even though the correct decision was to put a, a Cardinals cap on my plaque uh, or I mean a Rockies uh, cap on my plaque and some people wanted an Expo one on there, but you know, like I say, my, my, my answer to that when they say that is it is a, a Rockies hat. The Cardinals name is on the plaque. The Expo's name is on the plaque and there's a Canadian flag on my heart that never goes away. So 
you know, the, the fact that I came north of the border and did something that, well, no other position player has ever from my country is a huge honor. And I, and I hope it really uh, inspires a lot of kids uh, to play the game more north of the border and, 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 you know, and, and know they have a chance, even though they, they grew up in areas where, you know, baseball isn't very plentiful and you can't play all that many months of the season either. Have you talked to Tyler O'Neill? Uh, I talked to him in spring training, and, and he looks up to you being from Canada, and he said it's just amazing to see one of our own go into uh, the Hall of Fame. And I'm sure you've, you've dealt with Tyler and maybe some of the international games, but have you had the chance to visit with him after the announcement was made? I, I don't think I'm trying to – I don't think I've seen really a lot of players, uh, you know, because of this uh, mess that's happened, everything got canceled. So I haven't had a chance. I never got up to camp before, uh, before it was shut down. Uh, but, you know, I think I did see him uh, when I did the fantasy camp. I think he was there for a day and got to talk with him and, uh, and saw him briefly there. But, yeah, you know, I tell you what, talk, talk about just untapped ability and talent that is just waiting to get unleashed. Uh, uh, I, I kind of feel sorry for some of the pitchers in the league that when Tyler fig- figures this out, it, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. In terms of the Hall of Fame, uh, canceled this year. So, according, you know, of course, it, it goes according to plan for Larry Walker. He had to wait forever to get in the Hall of Fame. Then a pandemic hit. So, uh, what what is Cooperstown telling you on on the plans to make sure that you and Derek Jeter and Ted Simmons all get your proper due? Yeah, look, uh, as of right now, it's all been pushed back to 2021. So, whoever goes in. Uh, Next year, we'll, uh, we'll we'll do it all in one day. Uh, one big class uh, is what's going to happen now, and, and that's I believe around sometime around July 23rd or somewhere in that neighborhood next year. So, um, you know, I, I I've had many a sleepless nights. I had many sleepless nights after the '04 season when we didn't win the World Series. I had just horrible times getting to sleep because I kept thinking about what if, and and when we didn't win, got swept by the Red Sox, and. And I had the same feelings came back for this. Once that call came, I had many sleepless nights figuring out how I'm going to be able to go up on that podium and speak in front of 80-some-odd thousand people that are out in the field and uh, they're listening to me. What we're doing right here on the phone, this is easy. I don't see a single person where I'm sitting right now, so it's <laughs> kind of simple to do. And it, But uh, my, my, my nerves thinking about that keeps me up at night on, on trying to figure out what to, what to write down on a piece of paper and relay to everybody. So I'm hoping uh, this extra extra 12 months will, will let me figure it out better. Have you started writing anything down? I did. I started on my computer and started writing. I got a couple pages in, and, and every time I reread it, I, uh, I want to just erase it all because it <laughs> I think it sounds <laughs> terrible. So I don't know when I'm going to get it right. Well, it's going to be a, a cardinal flavor to that Hall of Fame when you go in with you and Ted Simmons having played here in significant roles in St. Louis. It is awesome to hear uh, your voice, Larry, and hopefully you and your family are, are healthy and doing well. And again, congratulations on going into Baseball's Hall of Fame. So well-deserved and, and great to catch up with you, and thanks for your time. You bet, Dan. I appreciate it. Thank you. This is Cardinals broadcaster and Schnooks shopper Dan McLaughlin. Schnooks would like everyone to know how much they appreciate our community during this very difficult time. They know this isn't easy for everyone, and that's why Schnooks is working around the clock to make sure they handle the needs of our community. Schnooks wants to say thank you for your support, your patience, and your never-quit attitude as we will all get through this together. Schnooks appreciates our community, and they want all of their shoppers to know how much they mean to them.